somewhere atop of the treble cone ski field is our next guest on the country, well-known, legendary New Zealand sheep breeder, Derek Daniel. Derek, no lambing beats for you. You've been spending quite a bit of time on the slopes. Good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon, uh, Jamie. Yes, um, DNA parentage is the go this year. We've sort of run out of young people to ride horses and do a lambing beat and tagging, tagging lambs, so... Um, that gives me September to ski as well, but it's a great spot down here in Wanaka. I meet all sorts of people from uh, oil and gas men from the USA uh, through to farmer clients. And just yesterday, I was at Nine Mile Merino stud. They were shearing, and uh, we've used those Nine Mile rams to develop our half-bred stud in central Otago. Well, more about that a bit later in the year. I want to talk to you about an open letter in the New Zealand Farmers Weekly uh, magazine signed by any number of leading New Zealand farmers and this is uh, your concern as sheep and beef farmers you've abandoned any hope that uh, Hiwaka Ekanoa recommendations would deliver any value for the country beyond widespread afforestation, community devastation and the further intensification of land remaining in pastoral use and this is something you know quite a bit about Derek because in your backyard in the Wairarapa the trees are taking over. Uh, that's absolutely right. Look, uh, we've got our group 50 Shades of Green. For five years, we've been fighting this notion that we're going to save the world from climate change by planting trees. Uh, Jamie, my feeling is that uh, way back as far as the 1990s, farming was being framed as guilty for methane emissions and so on and so forth. There's been a cleverly orchestrated campaign and and you still hear people say, oh, farming causes 48% of New Zealand's greenhouse gas emissions. That is a scam. And here they are blaming animals, animals that developed 90 million years ago. They're saying they're responsible for climate change. Nothing to do with humans. It's a very clever campaign and I'm totally opposed to it. I, I've been logging trees since 1994, quite a few of the years from then to now. And my worry is there won't be a market for these jolly trees in, in 2050. Many other countries are going to be self-sufficient. We're going to look totally stupid having all these trees and having given up our food industry, which the Paris Accord says we should not be doing that. And not to mention the biodiversity threat and the forest fire threat these carbon forests pose. Interestingly, there are less cattle in the world today than there were in 1990. So I guess we can't blame ruminant livestock for global warming over the last 30 years. So what are you hoping to achieve by this open letter? Because I note, you know, there are some high-profile signatories, and including a couple of women who regularly appear on this show, Jane Smith in North Otago, Kerry Warsnop in Gisborne, also a local councillor there. Hey, Jamie, um, have you noticed that Europe, the EU, has redefined sustainability and that now natural gas and nuclear are regarded as sustainable? I think New Zealand should renegotiate its position with the Paris Accord, Recent research since the Paris Accord was signed has shown just how much carbon is sequestered by native forest, and New Zealand overall is carbon positive. So why do we continue to shoot ourselves in the foot? Derek, if we had an effective accounting system that obviously accounted for everything on a farm that sequesters carbon, it would be problem over. Exactly right. Yeah, and for the country as a whole even. 
and 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 here we are um, saying, oh, uh, we don't need natural gas, etc. Or stop looking for it. New Zealand is energy poor. The energy poor countries are going to go down the drain fast. That's what Europe is discovering right now. We are becoming more and more dependent upon ships bringing stuff into New Zealand. We've we've um, closed down our only refinery, which also produces uh, co-products like sulphur, uh, carbonated uh, carbon dioxide, carbonated drinks, and all that. We have to import those things now. If you look at the big picture, we are shooting ourselves in the foot. The irony of all this, because you are a group of concerned sheep and beef farmers, as I said at the beginning of this interview, is that it's you lot, the sheep and beef farmers, the extensive farmers and the deer farmers, who are going to be hardest hit by this, not the intensive farmers, i.e. the dairy farmers. Exactly right. People don't realise just how fast farming is shrinking in this country, the area of land uh, in in grass or in horticulture, whatever. I mean, land use change is, is ramping up rapidly. Lots of cherries planted around here, etc. So, you know, farmers are moving all the time, changing what they're doing and so on. Uh, we need government to get out of our way. You have called this open letter uh, a last resort. Your next step is a vote of no confidence in your industry representatives, your industry leaders from the industry good bodies for failing to advocate in accordance with these principles. What does that mean? Well, what that means is that the government has got federated farmers, beef and lamb, dairy and dead uh, behind closed doors and threaten them, say, if you don't go along with us, we're going to cut off all communication with you. We're going to force... Uh, the ETS on you, et cetera, et cetera. It's all, it's all been uh, big stick politics. And uh, I think we need to stand up to that as farmers are doing in Europe and saying, hey, uh, we don't really believe you've got right on your side. This is scientific opinion, not scientific fact. These are, these are the sort of things. We're having these ideas forced upon us. And in my personal opinion is that uh, it's just used as a campaign weapon to um, denounce farming. Derek Daniel on the Treble Cone ski field there. You better hope they're wrong about global warming or you're going to be out of luck skiing there in a few years' time, Derek. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon on the slopes. Thanks, Jamie. Put the skis back on. Good on you, Derek. <laughs>